Good day, my name is Lorraine Lawson, and I'm an associate editor with Bank Automation News. Recently, I talked with Sunrise Bank CIO Brett Cooksey about how he changed the culture at Sunrise Bank to favor automation. Here's what he said. Culturally, there was a bit of a shift that people had to make. How did you manage that? How did you, what, what helped shift um, that? You know, I, I think credibility. Uh, as, as people see the value of the repeatability, the system being able to provide insight into what is happening um, and then unfortunately with any development there's always things that go wrong or don't work right. um, and then at scale so we've had a lot of bumps along the, along the way but absolute transparency has, has been um, the way to go. Uh, when something's wrong we're there, we, we work with the business to fix it and we own it um, you know, my saying is mess up, fess up, and then move on. Um, and just keep that everybody taking ownership, being transparent, and understanding it's a journey. Um, and we had quite a bit of resistance, you know, in the early days. Uh, one example would be one of our, our um, loan officers. She's like, okay, stack of papers this tall on her desk. She's like, okay, um, here's one lender. I can't remember the name. And she went, boop, here it is. Now do that. Here's all the lenders' information in one packet, and I can go to any page I want and look up any information. Do that in any technology today. And it was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Um, but unfortunately, thanks to the pandemic and going remote, I mean, we went remote in 48 hours. Wow. We took, and we, were, we didn't even use Teams. We just started, we were using Teams in IT. This was in March. And our CEO is super progressive, and we shut. We, we went remote before anybody did. In in our in our industry, our little community bank flipped it. And I mean, thank God for Microsoft and um, <laughs> Office. And we went in 48 hours. We took 200 and so our, our company is about 270, 300. Uh, we took probably 250 people um, remote in 48 hours. Shifted them all home. And then, I mean, compliance. Wait a minute. You can't print to your home printer because you need a Mika printer. You know, you've got, I mean, Mika printers have special ink so you can validate that that check is actually printed by financial institution versus somebody running their little, you know, laser printer at home. Um, and we've got a Fed line that goes into our main building. So nobody's going to take a Fed line and run it to their, their home. So we had to do that balancing act of what are the essential staff that need to be local and then what need, needs to be at home but people working from home started to just get used to everything's digital, everything's virtual our invoicing processing used to be 100% paper based I'd get a stack of invoices, I'd go through each one I'd look it up in my budget and then write it down and stamp it <laughs> we went virtual so then we adjusted our policies and this is the, the challenge with, with regulation you have, to have, you have to state the policy and then you have to provide evidence that you, you're following it and then the auditors would come and take a look and see if you're doing what you said you're going to do. Uh, and so we had to adjust those and then get everybody remote and then accept accept emails as an approval for oh, big yeah. spends. And then then DocuSign came along. And I mean, we we were a DocuSign user, but just fringe, just the basics. Well, PPP 
we ingested from 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 Anvil. We automated all the all the checks and balances and processes and stages for a loan, you know, from from a lender to credit due diligence to background checks to um, etc. etc. And then we had to send these documents, and we started and because that was a touch point for our, our, our loan processing team, they were using a DocuSign, but they were just using it to um, package because we had some some templates. Uh, we'd send it out to the user or to the the, the borrower and then get it back and then we'd print it out and then we'd scan it so that the mainframe system would suck it into our, our documentation repository. And so once we said, you don't have to print, you don't have to scan, we're gonna take this DocuSign template and connect it to our, in, our internal technology we just built and when it comes back, you're gonna get a ping to say, oh, this this borrower just signed this document. And you're going to click on that notification and it's going to show you the actual document. And every data point that that borrower has completed is also digitally captured. So when you say disperse funds, you actually push a button and we create the ACH transaction and that money goes to that borrower. And, And those first couple of cycles was like, Everybody's terrified, scary. <laughs> now we ran, I think we're, we're upwards of six, seven hundred that have gone through that process without a hitch. Oh. You know, and now the question from the business is, wait a minute, do we? Can we go digital signature? Can we kill wet signatures? Because to, to get people to branches to sign documents today, absolutely. But that's the first generation. Let's convert our docs to DocuSign templates. But then we need to take it to the next step where we label those template fields where there's information being entered and on the on the, the rebound from the borrower or from the party that's entering information, then it becomes a digital asset and we can pull it into our data, data structures and start to provide you proactive information on it. So our people are not processing paper and chasing emails down, they're starting to be better informed and start to focus on knowledge work versus this just redundant uh, pounding a hammer. Paperwork. Pounding an L. Paperwork, right, exactly. So we're seeing that, that cultural shift to really upskilling everybody to really go into that digital world, and then that helps to scale because you're not spending so much time on paper and then scanning and printing because, well, there's no scanner at home, and it has to be a secure scanner um, and a secure printer, which is all internal, so... Oh, we have to go digital. So that drove this, this I would say, accelerated, almost quantum cultural shift. Without that, in my career, it's, it's always been difficult. So did you get a bigger budget this year for that? I mean, since, since they've shifted, they shifted your budget, is that how? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, for this ACH origination, um, I was able to get... Um, a team, like a SWAT team of about five or six um, resources to really attack ACH origination because that's that's the, the highest volume, highest potential, highest risk um, of, of fraud um, and just a lot of manual because at that volume we had so many checks and balances in it to make sure because it's such a high risk maneuver that you just got to throw bodies at it to make it scale. Now we're looking at how do we digitize it and it's it's kind of fascinating. The, the one of the main platforms that we interface with 
it's an API platform, but we're using Excel spreadsheets and uploading them. Because mm. we haven't got, we didn't have the technology and, and the previous um, leadership, technology leadership, um, their, their um, strategy was outsource everything. Like oh. vendors, vendors, SaaS. I mean, you can see the value in the SaaS play because you're getting the latest version of software all the time. And, you know, you're not responsible when, you know, deliverable is late because that's the vendor that you're fighting with. The problem is you're stuck with that vendor's understanding of your digital IP. And if you build it yourself, the downside is you've got to maintain it and then eventually kill it off, right? The, the beauty of building it yourself is you can have your technology directly mimic your IP or your business process versus trying to shoehorn and train and add little workarounds and customizations and paying for that anyway. And you have the responsiveness of being able to quickly make change real time with your business and get that feed loop, feedback loop working. So with PPP, for instance, I mean, this is the first time I've ever worked, I've ever built software where the requirements are evolving real time. So the policies from, from the SBA is nuts. I mean, they'll say, okay, great. Um, one that just came out now was um, we were 20,000 per employee. Um, there was a cap on that based on the calculation. And so a whole bunch of them failed. And then, okay, um, we've seen too many failures. We've just moved it to 35. And because we own the pipeline, we could make that adjustment for any new apps coming in. We changed the validation, and that worked. Um, and then internally, we had to retrofit that, reevaluate all our applications, and quickly fix them. Do that with a vendor, and you're standing in line. So I spoke to a number of peers across the country and other small banks working with vendors to build their technology, the outsource from my previous leadership here at the bank, and they're in line. Oh, we'll get back to you. There's going to be a release, and then you're going to have to test it, and then we'll roll it out to production, and then you're good to go. Yeah. Well, the SBA platform, I mean, the SBA program is evolving so quickly that we're actually one of the very few that were on the bridge line that, that they opened up um, because they've created a new API platform, and they were testing it, and I was on there every day, and we'd find issues, and we'd see the, the, the announcement the next day from the, the API platform, oh, we've made this change. Oh, good. Um, and we're a CDFI, so we got access to PPP loans around two, ten days before the big banks. And because we had our own digital assets and, and developers, and now the business is going, holy crap, they're talking to their peers, and everybody's slow rolling, and we're so far ahead. So you can start to see the flywheel of evidence, like you said, or how do you, how do you shift that culture? I think it's transparency, it's evidence, it's credibility, um, and, and just being open and, and willing to, to learn and, and get in the trenches and learn alongside with the business.